The Run, Lift, Mom podcast is brought to you by my efforts as a Zaya Active Independent Representative and partners, Hello Woofy for social media, Red H Nutrition, and Audible. Audible is the newest of this lineup, and if you want to try Audible free, all you've got to do is visit audibletrial.com slash runliftmom. Welcome to the Run Lift Mom podcast, where we're talking about running, lifting, and momming, not necessarily in that order. Today, I'm throwing all of that out the window, and I want to celebrate my 100th episode with you by sharing the 10 lessons I've learned as a podcaster. This show began as a passion project in February 2019. I was a Zaya Active Independent Representative, and I had built my foundation on Instagram. It became really clear to my business coach and I that I needed another place to reach my customers, and the goal was to go deep, not wide. From there, you guys, the Run, Lift, Mom podcast was born. I never expected to have more than 50 or so people listen at a time. I knew my business coach would, because, I mean, I was paying her to. I knew my mom would. Maybe my aunt would. Maybe my besties. That's it. And at first, that was it. I started really small, but then I climbed. Consistency, consistency, consistency. At the time of this recording, this show has been downloaded over 50,000 times. It's charted in the top 25 kids and family category multiple times, including as high as 17th, which is amazing for an independent podcaster who's a one-woman show. It's also got more than 600 subscribers estimated, and that's insane because even to this day, I don't even have that many Active customers. Look, I hope this episode will be helpful for new podcasters, maybe those thinking about starting a podcast, or you're just an entrepreneur that nerds out over things like this. Maybe you're not. I hope that you'll still listen because as a listener, it will help you understand my behind the scenes and how the show itself has evolved. I've evolved with it. It's been a really fun ride, and I can't wait to do 100 more episodes. So without further ado, here are my 10 lessons. Lesson number one, a podcast takes time. You guys, each interview format episode takes about two hours. I'm a one-woman show. I'm an independent podcaster. I don't work under a media umbrella. So I am doing the things that it would typically take different people or a team of people to do. I source the guests. I do the research. I do the interviews themselves. I edit the audio. I do the show notes. I do the website pages. I do promotion on social media. I communicate with the guests after the fact. I don't want you to feel sorry for me. I love it. It's my jam. But a podcast takes time. When you hear a 30-minute episode, a lot more than a half hour went into that. Regardless of whether you have or are thinking about a podcast or not, the lesson here is things take time. You can't run a marathon before you've run your first mile.
Lesson number two, you don't have unlimited time resources. You guys, if you start something new, you're going to have to take something from something else that you've got going on. It's a personal decision, but you need to know that one, if you're thinking of starting a podcast or two, before you commit to your next fitness challenge. For me personally, with this show, I watered down Zaya to a degree to grow the Run Lift Mom podcast. That was a personal decision. I want you just to think about this when you're taking on new things. You are going to detract from something else. Is it that important to you? Do you care that much about the new thing that you're starting? If the answer is yes, I say go for it. Lesson number three, ask big. You guys, I have had some huge names on this podcast. I'm proud to even be able to say them. Miranda Alcaraz from Street Parking, Brenda Stir, the best social media marketing coach there is. I've had Valerie Hunt from Run RX, Steph Godro, the author of The Core Four, Emily McCarthy from Go Rock. Aaron Bradley from Zaya Active. You guys, it's insane. But here's the thing. I had to ask these folks and I had to ask big. You have to have the courage to ask the question. People can't say yes unless you've asked. So yeah, I've had some big names on the show, but you guys, lesson number four is relationships first. I had a relationship with each and every one of them beforehand. Sourcing guests for the show, for me, it's not cold messaging or spraying and praying. A lot of you listening are in direct sales or you're affiliated with Zaya Active. You guys, it's not a popular opinion. I feel the same way over there. You shouldn't be cold messaging social media contacts every day. Create a relationship first. It goes for all things. Lesson number five, it's not about big guests for a podcast. It's about big relationships. Look, it was a thrill personally to speak with a lot of these big name people. I'd have no business speaking with them otherwise. And in fact, in a lot of cases, I would happily pay to speak with them one-on-one. The thing is, people can feel when I have a relationship with the guest, right? You're a listener, you can feel it when I have a relationship with the guest. Relatable, powerful stories get a lot more plays than big names. For my show, I've seen it again, again, and again. The big downloads come from those powerful stories. My biggest shows in 100 episodes have been, in this order, Taylor Register, talking about her weight loss journey, Trey Goodwin, my husband, we had a very candid conversation about our infertility journey, and then my personal infertility story. Then, coming in at number four, Miranda Alcaraz, Brenda Sturr, and Aaron Bradley, in that order. Lesson number six. All relationships matter. Let's talk about the listener relationship for a second because it's different than the relationship that I personally have with guests. 
There are a lot of you listening right now who didn't listen when I first began. And there are a lot who listened back in February 2019. They're not hearing this right now. And guess what? That's okay. I've been a regular podcast consumer for about eight years now. I don't personally listen to every show that served me back in 2012, but I still have a fondness for them, and if it's still around, I still recommend their show to those who need it. I listen to a podcast that got me through those initial months of breastfeeding. I love, love, love the show host there and will forever be grateful to them, but my triplets are four, my oldest is six, I don't need that show anymore. It served me at the right time. So relationships with listeners, they're a lot like friendships. Not all are designed to last forever, and that's okay. Lesson number seven, start from scratch. When I sold ads for New Mommy Media, they're now the independent podcaster group, way back in 2014, you guys, podcasting was a very different space. I remember calling on advertising partners, most of which hadn't ever heard of a podcast, and being like, hey, have you heard the new show Serial that's out? Have you heard of that? (laughs) You guys, it had just come out. It was a really interesting time to be in the space. And a lot would agree that that was a turning point for podcasts as a media channel. Really cool to be there. That said, I took a long break between then and when I started my own show in February 2019. I knew things had changed. I recognized my experience, but that I essentially was starting from scratch. You guys, starting from scratch mentally is really hard to do, especially if you're a high achiever. It doesn't matter if you have a podcast. You need to hear this advice. (laughs) Recognize where you need to start from scratch. There's a really cool metaphor about rearview mirrors that goes something like this. You can't drive forward if you're consumed with the rear view. You acknowledge what's in that rear view, but you drive forward. Be a rear view mirror, guys. Lesson number eight, seek advice from others. This was a really important lesson. When I began my show, I had one-on-one conversations, first of all, with my old boss, Sonny Galt, who runs the Independent Podcaster Network and also works for Zencaster, as well as several others who had active podcasts at one point or another. Some of those podcasters were still going, and some of them weren't. For the ones that were still going, I basically wanted to know, hey, what would you do if you were in my shoes thinking about this? For the ones that weren't, and their opinion was really important to me, I said, why'd you stop? What would have needed to be different for you to keep going? Um, And I learned a lot about what podcasting is like personally, what my workflow would look like alongside life. Because keep in mind, I don't do this full time. This is a part-time passion project underneath a personal brand. I think it's the smart move to seek advice from others. There's an old adage that is attributed to Ben Franklin that says, hey, a minute of planning will get you an hour of productivity. And I think this is true, and I know it to be true with my own podcast. In having those conversations with others, I saved a ton of time by using their experience. Lesson number nine, 
Lesson number nine, it's okay to pivot. Pivot, pivot. (laughs) Hey, y'all, the beauty of being an independent podcaster is that you make the rules. I have refrained from adding sponsors or partners to the show that I don't believe in 100%, or if I don't use their products myself, (laughs) they're not coming on here. I've changed the format of the show a couple of times as well, going from strictly interviews to short, quick tip episodes to masterclasses to a combination. I've even got something new up my sleeve for season three. (laughs) You guys, I've listened to you as the listening audience, and I've polled informally probably more often than you've really wanted me to. But you know what? It's all in the vein of putting out shows you want in the time segments that are appropriate and about the topics that you're interested in learning about. And finally, number 10, take note of when your prayers are answered. You guys just heard me walk through how this podcast came to be. Essentially, being a Zia Active Independent Representative gave birth to this podcast, and the desire was then to go deep with existing customers. It has done that and so, so much more. I stopped to take note of that. That's really hard for high achievers, right? We want to plan and goal set. You have to take time to look at the prayers that God has answered in your life. And he has taught me through this business. That was my original prayer when I began Zaya, And he has allowed me to connect more deeply with my audience. And that is you listening to this show. There are many of you that started as listeners and we now have a great friendship. Maybe you're listening to this show and you don't know me from Eve. You don't know how you stumbled upon this show. I hope we can have a relationship. I am so appreciative to this business for teaching me not only about myself, but about areas of running, lifting, and motherhood. And never for a second do I give the glory anywhere else but God. Many of you have asked why I cite 1 Timothy 4.8 at the end of every podcast, and here's why. (laughs) This show has roots in me selling activewear, mostly to women and men who are pretty high achieving. I know because I'm one of them, and I feel like the reminder is appropriate. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. That's a really important message, and every time I say it at the end of a show, I just want to remind you, I also want to remind myself. And that's it. Those are my 10 lessons from my first 100 episodes of the Run Lift Mom podcast. Thank you for celebrating with me and listening as I went through how a podcast takes time, knowing your resources, asking big, putting relationships first, putting big relationships first, and the listener relationship, why that matters. I hope you heard me when I said, mentally, sometimes you got to start from scratch, seek advice from others, it's okay to pivot, and also to know who you're serving. When I started the Zaya Active business that would eventually give birth to this podcast, 
My prayer was that God teach me through this business. The business that now includes this show, I'm so grateful for it and the tactical lessons that my guests bring in around running, lifting, and motherhood, but also for the skills that I've picked up around managing a website, interviewing, audio and tech capabilities, marketing, and even workflow. God has taught me, and I know I have so much more to learn. I hope you will do me the honor of coming along for the ride as I continue the Run Left Mom podcast. And until I get into your earpiece again, remember, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. That's from 1 Timothy 4.8, and this has been the 100th episode of the Run Lift Mom podcast. Okay, I've got Katie Danger with Red H Nutrition. Real talk, Katie, I didn't think I had any issues with sleep. And then I tried Zenrem. I'm going to say in about a week, I felt a tangible difference in that deep sleep. How in the world does that work? Well, a lot of people are like you, Susie. They tell me I don't have a problem with sleep, but you don't realize how much better sleep you could be getting until you actually start supplementing with a product like Zenrem. It's an all-natural sleep support. So what that means is there's no sedatives. You're not going to wake up groggy. It's not like Ambien, so it's not going to knock you out. But what it will do is it's going to promote that deep, restful sleep where recovery happens. It's non-habit forming, and it's really great for hormonal balance that promotes recovery and homeostasis. So if you want to sleep well, not necessarily sleep longer, but just get the sleep when you're sleeping, Zenrem is going to be perfect for you. Can I tell you, I love that the instructions are to take it on an empty stomach because real talk, it keeps me from snacking at night. I want that delicious sleep more than maybe a sweet snack. Yeah, I I totally understand where you're going with that. And it works best on an empty stomach just because it's maximizing the absorption. Thank you for listening to the Run Lift Mom podcast. What started as a passion project in February 2019 now has over 60,000 downloads and over 400 listens each day. It is amazing, and I know it is because of you, dear listener. I want to thank you for your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions. All you have to do is take a screenshot of your rating or your subscription. If you've already done it, clearly this is fair game. Take a screenshot and go to newreleasewednesday.com. That's newreleasewednesday.com. That's going to put you in a drawing for a free Zaya Active outfit, top and bottom piece, valued at over $100. Newreleasewednesday.com. Show me where you have rated and subscribed, and I'm going to get you in that drawing. Thank you so much for making this passion project possible. Hey, Run Lift Mom listeners, if you are here for business or entrepreneur type topics, I want to let you know I have a new show. It's called Serve Then Sell, and it's available on 10 different channels, including Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. The idea here is not to just lump in the business topics with running, lifting, and momming. I want to create more of a separation. I hope you will come hang out with me over there. Again, the name of the show is called Serve Then Sell. 
enter that into any search box and you're going to see it come right up. We'll be running, lifting, and momming over here. I hope you'll still hang out. Check in over there if it will be a blessing for you.